Hi friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to the Her Daily Grace podcast, where we talk about real life, God's daily grace, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow us on social at Jenny Meyer and at Her Daily Grace Official. Also, check out the website, herdailygrace.com. Now let's get started. Are you looking for a virtual godly community for women to share real life talk, God's daily grace, and how to walk with Jesus through everything? Welcome to the Her Daily Grace Collective, a community of just that, a community that will always point you back to Jesus, a collective of women that will always speak truth in love, a support system that will celebrate with you through all of life's ups and downs an accountability group to study the Bible, and a safe place to discuss what you're learning. The Her Daily Grace Collective is scripture-based and will equip you to keep your eyes focused on God's truths. We meet weekly for Bible studies. It is like a life group for women with monthly resources, and I promise you will feel right at home. Check out the brand new Her Daily Grace Collective at herdailygrace.com. I cannot wait to see you there. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Her Daily Grace podcast. I'm super excited today because we have a guest on that many of you ladies have requested, Trisha Hyde. And you probably know her on Instagram and she is the cutest like influencer I've seen and so unapologetically herself, um, especially in today's world. So Trisha, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Can I just say just like from the get-go that I hate the word influencer, like Mm -hmm. right in my bio, it says not your average influencer because I just don't, I I don't like that word. I don't know. I just don't like it. I no, just, I love it. I, I agree with you completely. I don't love that word, but yes. And I found a word to replace it, but I don't know. It's just, I feel like I'm more than just an influencer, you know? Yep. Yep. Like, so tell us a little bit about yourself then. Like, what do you consider yourself? <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't even know. I somehow have this career that's a social media quote-unquote influencer Mm -hmm. uh but there's like first of all I'm a wife I'm married to what I call him the hillbilly hubby which jokingly has that's what people call him now um and then I am a mom I have a what I always say a tribe of children um what else I started with, I guess, my career online, sharing makeup, like I joined an MLM company, mm-hmm. and never thought in a million years, this is what I was going to turn into. No. And now I, I guess, you know, obviously 2020 was definitely a wake up call for me and my influencing career. And things just kind of changed. But yeah, I literally, like I was saying earlier, I'm a country girl, you guys. Like literally my husband is a straight up hillbilly. He has a mullet. I ask him to shave it daily and he doesn't, um, but that's who he is. But like, I live on a dirt road. We have like 16 acres of land. We don't have any farm animals. Um, we can barely keep our two dogs alive. So I doubt we'll even, like we're going to do chickens next year be, and I kind of will get it more into that. Yeah. But we are not like your 
farm people, like your hobby farm people. Like I see a lot of people doing that now. And I'm like, how though? Like I can barely remember to feed and water my dogs. <laughs> like I'm so focused on my kids, like, you know, so I love my dogs, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We're just, um, we live in Michigan. Uh, and everybody always asks me where from, and I like literally am the Michigander that puts up her hand and I'm like right in the middle. Um, what a, well, I'm a Christian. I have always grown up Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a public school though. And then I went to actually college. I have my bachelor's degree in art. Awesome. Um, and I went to the university of Toledo. So what else? What else do you want to know? I work out. I share a lot about that kind of woke me up last year working out. Yep. Um, what else do you want to know about me? <laughs> I, I love it. And I think so many people love you on um, Instagram because you are real and it's just your life. You're not pretending to be someone that you, that you aren't. Um, and a lot of people in today's world do that. they want so hard to strive to be like this girl over here and be like this girl. And you are yourself and you speak truth and you speak up. And so I know for me following you, I don't even know how I came, came across you, um, this past year, but I just love what you share and real life. And I guess my next question would be how did 2020 shape you with, with speaking out? Because I think that's how I found you originally was like, you were speaking truth from day one. So share a little bit of that journey. Um, well, I will say naively, I'm not going to sit here and say when, you know, the big C little B hit. Well, mm-hmm. if we got to talk in code, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to sit here and say like, I knew right from the get go. It was, yeah. I don't like to say that it was all baloney. Um, I know it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that the media obviously has blown it 10 times out of proportion, right? It's, yeah. it was all cover up. We, we know that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this is so strange. That you asked me this question because we were naively scared of it. My husband used to Lysol packages, you guys. Like, what in the world? That is so, like, let's spray a bunch of chemicals on our packages and groceries. Like, yep. holy cow, how stupid is that? But whatever. No, we did that in the very beginning, too. Those first few weeks of no yeah. what was going on. Totally. And I watched, like, all of our governor's updates. Like, I and I tuned into President Trump. Like, but this is the strangest thing. What, like clicked for me was obviously I wanted my kids back in school at that time they went to a public school and I wanted them back in school and so I was like tuning in like when are they going to go back when are they going to go back um and this is this was my mindset last year I wanted them to go back not because I know they needed school because I had to work and I wanted to work and I couldn't work with my kids home and I know that sounds terrible um but and I understand some parents, like they need their kids in school because they got to work because they got to pay their bills. Right. Um, but for me, it was governor Whitmore. She, I don't, I say other names for her, by the way, you guys, she (laughs) definitely actually get those proper terms, but I'm going to play nice right now. Um, so she said, she said that lawn care workers couldn't work because they could go into the gas station and grab a candy bar and pass it that way. And I was like, And then I just thought about like how viruses work and, you know, just like just everything. And it just didn't make sense to me. And that's so from there, I kind of was like, "Mm, I don't think this is 
Right. And then the second thing, obviously, that kind of woke me up was George Floyd. Like the whole, to each his own, I try not to get into the whole race card because honestly, I don't got time for it. Um, But for me, what woke me up was the fact that guy had four funerals and loved ones couldn't go to their funeral. Like they couldn't go because of big C little B, but we were having four funerals for this guy. And I was like, well, that don't make any sense. Like, why can he have one? And they can't have one. Um, So that woke me up. And then Wayfair, I went down the rabbit hole of child sex trafficking and it's, it's stuff that like my kids weren't in school. I have small children, you know, things that like hit home. And that's the thing. It has to hit home for you. And once it hits home, you just like, boom. And you just wake up. So yeah. That's exactly what it was for me too. Like kind of the same storyline of, of you. Um, but definitely when I found that Wayfair stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how is this, how is this real life? Like, how is this real? And how do we not know about this? And then going down that rabbit hole and seeing where it, where it's everywhere. It's, I mean, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't see it. Like you Sometimes I need naively would say last year, I wish I would just back to sleep. I don't, I'm glad I'm awake, but sometimes last year I was like, I wish I was just asleep again because it's really hard. And I think the beginning stages of when you start to go awake, you just want to tell everybody, yes. you want to tell everybody what you're like, Oh my gosh, did you see? And when people are not mentally ready yeah. to go down the rabbit holes or it's not personally affecting their life yet they just look at you like your eyeballs popped out of your head. And that was really hard for me to see from close friends when they were like looking at me, like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. So I didn't really care what people thought about me online per se, but like close friends, that was like, I could tell they thought I was crazy. Did you lose any friends or family over all of this? Mm -hmm. No one that I care about. (laughs) Is that bad? Um, My circle of friends was already small. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I have an online presence. I have learned that not everybody has my best interests. I learned that a long time ago. And that's a thing. Like, when I did an MLM, say what you want to say about MLMs. There's a lot of negative say. There's a lot of positive. I will never... I will never hate an MLM company. I understand both sides of it. But it really helped me get started. Like direct sales taught me a lot about how to sell and it, um, is your highest commission. So I'll never, I guess, not be thankful for my journey of like getting online. I am thankful for that. Um, but it MLM, when you do an MLM, you're, you, you, you wean out your like non-close friends that happens very quickly. So I feel like I already kind of pushed those people away and then that happened. So Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that. So how do you feel like you've let God lead your direction the past year with like, you know, speaking up and you, you, your account wasn't ever shut down, right? On Instagram. Um, it was, I think I, I would have, um, kept pushing it. It would have, obviously, um, I had to quiet down. So kind of like, let me just tell you my story. So it was like June, July, I started to kind of like put things together. And by August, I was like full blown, like with the loudspeaker and just spitting like nonstop. Um, 
obviously I work with, I work a lot on commission with brands. I don't really necessarily have like contracts, but like a lot of commission base. And then at this time I was quitting. I knew I was going to be done with the MLM company that I worked with because, and I'll get into that, but what I, I just started, you know, speaking truth for me, my Facebook account. So I'm, I have over a hundred thousand followers on Facebook too. And that was my biggest platform before Instagram. And I had a brand reach out to me and say like, Hey, we get it, but you got to tone it down a little bit because people are coming to us and complaining about you. And with the election, being so emotionally high they're like we need you to like tone it down a little bit Mm -hmm. and then i got censored on facebook so i lost all my um ad privilege so companies like put money into my ads and i literally in the same week quit working for my m the mlm company so i lost one big source of income and then all my ads got turned off for the other companies I work for. So we literally, and I'm the income provider for my family. Mm-hmm. My husband's electrician. He got laid off in the beginning of COVID. And then we just never sent him back to work. Now he just does like odds and ends and stuff because financially we were fine yeah. working through everything. And it was nice having him home and like helping. And obviously I was trying to work and the kids were home. So it was, it was hard. It was really hard. And he was definitely helpful in that sense. So that was kind of like a God sent to like financially God provided for us during that time. And my husband was laid off. Um, so it was really hard. I cried. It was actually the day of my birthday and the brand messaged me and they're like, you need to tone it downward. And it was my biggest source of income. And I was like, I feel like God, like, I feel like they're testing my faith and I feel like they're testing like the devil's playing with me right now, you know? And so I, 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 I did, I quieted right down. I actually kind of just like, I felt like I came a zombie on social media. Like I kind of lost my spunk. I kind of lost my personality. Like I wasn't myself for a little bit because I just didn't know what to do. Um, But during that time, I made more money being censored than I did with my ads turned on. I just thought about that. I was talking to a friend and I was like, I made more money being censored because honestly, people knew I was censored and how many of there is this, you know, they pulled through. So I'm so thankful for that. Um, But then I was like, okay, how do I follow God's word and still follow my faith? And still keep my job (laughs) because I do have to provide for my kids and I do have to provide. And then I do want to connect with people. Like there's people that follow me that do love like the makeup and the hair and the fashion and all the things that I, you know, the materialistic part about me, they do enjoy following that. And maybe I can reach them without spitting the truth. And so I kind of started talking more about just faith in God and just walking through what I walked through. And, um, and, you know, I still, I, I'm not full blown to the wall, like, like I used to be, but I still, I drop little things right here or I'll make a reel that gets everybody all up in arms about it. And, you know, 
Yeah, I think I saw that one. The Britney's dad. Yeah, the Britney Spears one. um, I made one like way a while ago, but I'm never getting the jab. Like, I ain't getting that. Um, And that, but people love it. Like, finally, an influencer talking. And I do feel bad. I feel like influencers, and I hate that word again, because there are people like me who want, like, they do say stuff, or there are influencers out there that, don't say anything, but they feel exactly like me. And I always want to say like, I want to, I want to strangle them in a nice way, like shake them, like speak up. But in a sense, I understand it. Cause I was there like literally everything they worked so, so hard for mm-hmm. literally can be gone. But then there are the influencers that are just literally the cookie cutter. I want to please everybody. I don't want to ruffle feathers. I don't want to talk about serious issues. Those kind of like, that's where I have a hard time with. I'm like, can you just, can you be more, can you be more for me? Like more than just like swipe up, swipe up, swipe up. It, mm, it's I struggle. I totally agree with that. And I do think that God has a purpose for each person that's different. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, I totally agree with that. Like that's been one of my struggles over the past year is that these, some women that I know, some influencers in a certain space said nothing. I'm like, you guys, like our whole world is falling apart. Like this is a spiritual battle. Like we have never seen in our lifetime. And so like, Mm -hmm. why, why won't you speak up? Um, And then I just have to remember, you know what? God has purpose for them. And if if he's not speaking into their lives, telling them to speak up in a certain way. I mean, I still feel like everyone should like take a stance. I, I hundred percent believe that the lines being drawn, you need to take a stance for, for what you believe in. Um, so, I mean, I totally get that, but, and, and I do too. And I, I, I've always been like, since a young age, like my mom was always said, Trisha, you don't need to say everything on your mind, like from very little. And and I've always asked a ton of questions when I was younger and I've always been a free spirit. Like mm-hmm. I've always been like that. So I always say like, you know, God does call on his strongest warriors that can have yeah. like the thick skin to handle this kind of stuff because not everybody can handle it. Yeah. And I always try to like keep that in mind when I do get angry, but I do understand the people that like I, I hear all the time. I am fouled certain accounts because, you know, they didn't share anything, but they're materialistic items and people want more. They want more today, especially because social media makes you sometimes feel like this big and like your life is not together. And you're like, why can't I be perfect? Like so-and-so, like you said. So I do think like, I understand the rep that the influencers get in the influencer world. Yeah. So if you were to give someone a piece of advice, if they're like in that space, like, I don't know what to do. I feel like I, I want to speak up, but I'm scared because I don't want to lose this account or I don't want to lose these followers. Maybe it's just about followers and what people are going to think of them. What would you, what would be your advice for them? Well, you know, people get all up in arms about like engagement and, um, the follower account. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't understand insights, I don't understand. Like when brands ask for my insights on things, I'm like, yeah, sure. And I like screenshot. Them. I have no idea. What they're doing. Yep. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to understand it. I don't care if my number drops or goes higher. You know, it's, I have gained, like I said, I've made more money mm-hmm. censored than I wasn't like, so 
I guess the biggest thing is you need to pray about it and you need to get right with Jesus and you need to figure out what he wants you to do. Um, because I could be speaking out and I, I know I, um, definitely encourage people. Like people saw me speaking out and they want to start speaking out, but maybe that's not exactly what you're calling this. So that's something you got to get right with Jesus and ask him what he wants and you'll figure it out. Like, it's not something that I just like woke up and, said, you know, he like spoke to me. It literally was just like a little bit here and there. And I just kind of followed my gut intuition and go from there. And there's times where I like put stuff on my stories and I'm like, yeah, I got to delete that. Yeah. I got to delete that because that, that. yeah. Be, um, and I think too, like I, and this is something, you know, I never want to set out to hurt anybody's feelings mm-hmm. and everybody, sometimes people get so offended. I'm like, dude, that's on you. You are reading it through your phone screen and you're offended because it's never like my, I don't know, my motive to offend people. Yep. Have you had, um, much hate message messages from people? Um, yeah, not lately. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly don't even have time for, I have an assistant too. So Mm -hmm. who helps me with messages. (laughs) So she, handles a lot of it. That's why I always laugh when people are like, they send me hate messages or like say something mean. I don't read half of them because she deals with it and she just blocks and deletes. My biggest thing I took away from 2020 was protect your peace. Sometimes I truly like going through what I all went through is it wasn't worth it to me to post an Instagram story and have 20 messages arguing with me. Mm-hmm. And then I just look around, like if I could give you guys any advice when you're like this and you are just like a pounded on your phone and arguing with a stranger online that you've never met in your life and your kids are right there. In my opinion, you're not doing God a service. No. You're doing your children a disservice. And we all know children are gifts from God's. So like put your phone down and go be present. And that's why I, always ask myself like what good is going to come out of this and sometimes I like have to have myself a pep talk like my Britney Spears like I was like going at it and then finally I was like Trisha protect your peace and it was just block and I literally text my assistant I said hey this real go block every negative comment and people are going to be like oh you don't like to hear the other side no I'm protecting my peace like To me, this is my house and I get to choose who gets to come into my house. Like you're not going to invite people that you don't like over to your home. That's a given, right? So my platform, and this is what I always say, like you have a platform, go use your platform. This is my platform. And I didn't invite you to my platform. Like you chose to come and argue with me on my platform and I get to choose who gets to stay and who gets to go. So you can go. (laughs) Absolutely. I feel like the other side essentially always wants to argue like, and, and that was what I experienced too. I'm like, wait a second. Like I have never gone to somebody's page ever, ever in my whole Instagram, Facebook career and disagreed with what they say and then comment on it. Like I have never done that. And I'm like, why are you? Now, will I spitball Chrissy Teigen's account? Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) And those comments are ready. I will go hers, Ellen, Biden. Oh, camel toe there. I will straight up fire. But like a person that I don't know, 
Yeah. I just unfollow or I mute and I'm like, no, I don't got time for this. Like this is not going to bring any joy to my life at all. So totally agree with that. That's hilarious. Um, so do you, I guess just as we wrap up, cause I want to, um, respect your time too, where can people find you? Um, and if, if people have questions, you know, we're polite questions, not to argue. <laughs> Actually going back to going back to arguing with people, I post like random Starbucks, um, drinks on my account mm-hmm. and my friend, Devin, um, who I mean him actually have never politically talked or had those conversations. Um, but he, I think he might think opposite than me and surely I don't care if he does or he doesn't. Um, because I'm always like, we live in America and you can believe whatever the heck you want to believe. It's yeah. your choice. Um, I had two people come Patriots truthers, mm-hmm. um, not anybody that, I know that I have followed for a long time, but I could tell they were on the same side and same beliefs as I do. And they came on my account and they're like, how can you support Starbucks knowing what they stand for? And I responded back, like every corporation is corrupt. Like this whole, like I only support us businesses. I want you to ask that us business where they get their supplies from, Yep. where they get their supplies from. Where they get like, okay, yeah, they hand make their jewelry, but where does they, where does the jewelry come from? Like, that's the stuff that, so I kind of have an ish with this whole movement. Mm -hmm. I get it 110%, but at the same time, when you're, you're doing the same thing that essentially the left is doing, you're coming to account, you're trolling and you're being negative. Like you have a platform, go spread your word over there. Um, but here's the thing at this point, you got to like pick your battles. Do I go to Starbucks every single day? No. Do I go to Starbucks two, three times a week and treat myself? Yeah, I do. Anyways. Um, it's this whole thing, like pick your battles. If you really look into every, like, I swear every corporation, like for example, Menards is a local hardware store here in Michigan and they enforce the mask so much, right? And I'm like, I'm done shopping at Menards. I will not go there. I go to Home Depot. They had signs out. They didn't like tell us to put them on, but they had signs out. But like, I remember when Target and Texas, they still said you had to wear a mask even when the governor lifted the restrictions, right? When I went to Ulta in Florida, I walked in there bare face. And at the end, after I checked out, they're like, next time you really need to wear a mask. And I was like, well, next time I won't be here because I'm from Michigan. So it's like, should I stop shopping at Ulta and Target? You know, like there's no corporation out there that, I mean, what, (laughs) Chick-fil-A? You know, I can't live off Chick-fil-A forever. I just think it's like, you got to pick your battle. And with our local Target and Starbucks, I know the manager there. I'm good friends with her. I choose to support her. And I choose to support Devin is his name because he's always been kind to me. He never made me wear a mask in Starbucks when I, and you know, when they, we had to wear them here in Michigan. So I'm like, you got, I feel like at this time, like people really need to start looking at people for people. Like, are they a good person? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, 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 if anything, I feel like I just got out of BBS this last week. And the biggest thing was like, love your neighbor. And it's so true. Like we, at, I think as Christians, we could do a better job of like, 
being a little bit more loving. I know we got a lot of anger revved up, but we got to find that love again. Yeah. Well, it's hate the sin, love the sinner. Like right. you the person, you don't necessarily agree with what is being done or what they're doing, but you love the person. I love the person. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of been lost and, you know, just, we don't need to add to the division. It's already there. We, you know, we need to bring, we actually need to do the whole love and unity. Mm-hmm. Like we could, we could do that. We could step up and be a part of that. Um, because at the end of the day, it's not our job to judge a person mm-hmm. on their beliefs or what their lifestyle is. That is on God. Like that's, they can take that up to the big guy upstairs. That's not our job to tell them what they can and can't do with their life. That's exactly what they are doing to us. They're telling us what needs to go into our body, what lifestyle we need to live, what we need to watch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like we don't need to do that. Yep. Let people live how they want to live and mind your business. Yep. <laughs> so exactly. Exactly. And let God handle the rest. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. No, I totally am right there with you. So thank you so much for your time today. And yeah. I know that the ladies are going to love listening to this and they love following you. Um, so, you know, keep being you and we all love it. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at Trisha Hyde. And then I'm on Facebook too. Um, that's more of like my business ish. Mm-hmm. I don't show a lot of my behind the scenes Facebook people, man, they get offended easier. <laughs> so I just, stay, I try to keep it uh very PG over there and Instagram. I'll be a little more spunky. TikTok has been my new favorite platform. And I've actually oh, always talked smack about TikTok yeah. um, because just how it started and it was teenagers dancing in tube tops. And I was just like, I can't dance and I'm not wearing a tube top. Like I don't like this platform, but then I found my like people over there and I find, you know, I'm a lot more political on TikTok than I am on Instagram. Gotcha. So if you want to hear the good political stuff, head over to TikTok. I know. I wish there was stories over there so I could spit ball over there and just be myself, but I just make videos and don't really care. But yeah, I love it. Well, again, thank you so much. I know that um, everyone will enjoy listening to your story. So I appreciate you coming on and see you next time on the next episode of the Her Daily Grace podcast. See ya. Thank you. See ya.